Welcome to the RDH Magazine Podcast, an Endeavor Business Media production. This show represents the voice of today's RDH. Like mine. And mine. Like mine. And mine. And mine. And yours. Join us each Tuesday and Thursday as we explore trending topics and go behind the scenes and into the minds of our amazing writers and friends. And now, here's the latest episode with Jackie Sanders. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Jackie Sanders, Chief Editor of RDH Magazine, and today I am joined by a dear, dear friend, Marianne Dreyer. Hello, Marianne. How are you today? I'm great, Jackie. It's so wonderful to be here. I'm excited to talk to you, and thanks for inviting me. Oh, absolutely. It was fun to catch up a little bit before we started recording. So for those of our listeners who do not know Marianne Dreyer, tell us a little bit about who you are. Well, I have been a hygienist for many, 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 many years, as I like to tell people. I'm seasoned, not old. I've been in academia for about 20 years, both in Texas, and now I'm the director at Cape Cod Community College. It's an honor to do what I do. I absolutely love it, but it's it's challenging. It's, it's tough to teach in this era, but, you know, we need to keep doing it and keep being role models. So education is where I landed, and I absolutely love it. And whatever I can give to the students is, you know, what I need to do. Well, you're, you're very, very good at it. And we had a discussion here during Chicago Midwinter wanting to have this podcast and talk a little bit about the current graduate and what they've gone through during COVID and now post-COVID, uh, now that they're graduates. Tell us a little bit about the energy level of our current hygienist students. Absolutely. You know, I took the role on in 2019 and I was a brand new director heading into accreditation and then boom, COVID hit. And, you know, fortunately, I knew a lot of directors from my years at Densply Sirona and I called them up in New England and said, let's get together. And, you know, we really formed a sisterhood and brotherhood and made it through COVID. We, you know, got the accommodations and got the the HVAC systems and you know, my students were able to take a boot camp the, the summer following COVID and actually take their boards still in that same year. So, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of us pivoted pretty nicely and were able to do a lot of online teaching with cameras and doc cams, et cetera. It was challenging and really a struggle for those students. But I will give my faculty credit and, and a lot of my <laughs> compadres up here in New England, we really kind of rode the storm and got through. And, you know, now we're two or three years out, almost three, and embracing the mannequin exam. That's been tricky with the, you know, state-by-state legislative process. But, you know, I think that it creates a level playing field. And, you know, a lot of people will go poo-poo on the mannequin exam. And, you know, I, I think it's a better option. It's a more, you know, fair playing ground. But, at the end of the day, most hygiene schools are all accredited and they have competency-based. I'd like to see the whole exam go away. Let me put it there and just kind of get that out there. But, you know, we're training them to teach, to do the mannequin exams and we're getting away from online, which is refreshing because I think we really lost a lot of that specialness of a dental hygiene program that's so full-time and they really develop nice relationships. And that's certainly suffered during COVID. And you know, these students don't want to be in silos. They want to be in, in a group setting. And so that's starting to come back, which is exciting. And, you know, I think board scores were affected by it. Certainly morale 
But on, yeah. the on the flip side, the job market is so booming, Jackie. I mean, they can go into an interview with no shoes on and they're going to get a job. I mean, it's just yeah. in, in New England anyway. So I think their spirits are up because of that. But, you know, they're still, they're still COVID and Zoom trained students. So it, it's yeah. a little bit different population that we have coming out of Zoom prereqs or Zoom high schools even. It's a different nature, but you have to teach to that generation. I'm a firm believer in that. You can't go back to, you know, this is the way we did it because it doesn't matter. Yeah. You, you have yeah. to stimulate them and, and teach to where they're at. So, yeah. yeah. Well, you mentioned a lot, you know, we know that during COVID technologies changed a lot and a lot of new, better, greater things came into our profession to, to benefit us as clinicians. So how did that change your learning curve for you getting prepared to teach all of this new stuff to your students? Well, you know, it, it, again, my first year coordinator was super about, you know, having them use their cell phones actually at home. And we got them the, mm -hmm. the Kilgore stands and they had their actual typonauts at home. We got a grant so that they were all set up and we literally taught them remotely the clinical skills, which was yeah. unbelievable. So we found that, that they could kind of self-evaluate much better if they played back the recording and they could truly see where, the, where they were struggling with a grasp or adaptation. So I think that piece of technology in and of itself was, was fabulous. But, you know, we did move into that high-speed evacuation. And yeah. that's a hard skill to teach a single operator because, you know, they're learning an ultrasonic and now they're learning that high-speed evac. Mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. so, so that was a challenge, but at the same time, we have some really great, you know, software that, that has come out, made things easier, you know, better radiology type things. So, you know, the technology's helped uh, a lot of software, not 3d, but simulation type things yeah, that, that, yeah. that had to come out because of, of COVID. So, you know, I think they're a more technology savvy group and they're learning scanning instead of impressions. And so there's, there's pluses and minuses to what we went through with COVID and, you know, it doesn't kill you, makes, makes you stronger. And, and I think the biggest part, Jackie, is keeping their attitudes up and, and keeping yeah, them positive yeah. because we can all be victims and we can all, you know, certainly look at how difficult it's been, but, you know, they all get through pretty much. Yeah. Well, we all know hygiene school isn't for the lighthearted. Right. That's why, you know, we're all OCD and perfectionists. And, you know, then to put COVID on top of that and you wanting to do everything right in the right way, it was probably oh, hard yeah. for them to figure that out. But as you said, a lot of good things came from this, which will probably change the teaching platform moving forward. So tell me a little bit how you got ready for national boards. Okay. So one of my, uh, I guess, realizations was that you know, the past several years, students would book their national boards when they were ready. And a lot of times that was after graduation. And, you know, it's certainly nice to go to graduation knowing what the whole class did for board scores and just be done yeah. with it. So I, I spent a lot of time talking to CODA and talking to some Pearson centers about, hey, why can't we book all these students on one day like we used to do back in the back in the day? And, you know, they worked with me. The, the school actually fronted their board fees and that way we could book the setting uh, the students could all go to. So our students this year are going April 18th. If everyone can kind of keep them in their thoughts or if this comes out after that, it's, you know, they're going to go to different Pearson centers, one in Rhode Island, one in Boston. But I really think it's going to help. I think they studied together more knowing they were all going in on that same day. And, you know, we really have very good board 
rape passing. I'd like to get one or two more over that over yeah. that hill. So we've tried different board review companies, but I think the biggest change is going to be the doing it in one day. I just I just see more bonding and more studying together, which really went away with COVID. Yeah, kind of that team approach. Yep. Yeah. yeah if, if, if So I think of Top Gun Maverick and they mm. all get out there playing on the beach as a team. You know, you're all in this together. You're there to support each other. And, and that's, I mean, back in my day, that's how we were. You know, we, we, and on that thought, I think a mannequin exam, at least, you know, your patient's going to show up. 100%. And they're not going to have a herpetic lesion. They're not going to have high blood pressure. And yeah, I will tell you that I struggle with going back to almost a preclinical arena though, because truly you don't want to teach to the test, but on some level you have to. And so you're training these students on a type of aunt that, you know, is not necessarily anatomically what they're going to be using out there. So Again, it has its pluses and its negatives. I'd like to see the whole exam go away, but I won't go down that path too much right now. I will save that for another podcast. Yes, yes, You probably get enough comments on that right now anyway. (laughs) 100%, 100%. But, you know, I think we know too with these students today that a test is a one-day snapshot of their performance, whether it's a written, whether it's computer or, you know, a, a clinical exam. And that's what's tough because... There is a lot of anxiety and and whether that stemmed, you know, from COVID certainly, but it's an anxious group of students in general. And I, and I talk to other directors and they feel the same way. Yeah. It's, it's really interesting because I've met a lot of new graduates over the the past couple of years and the excitement is still there. It's just like it always had been, you know, I work so hard to be here now, just let me start treating patients and taking care of patients. And they're so driven almost in a different way. So Kudos to you for figuring out how to, a new director and how to figure out how to train students during COVID. Thank you. So if people have questions for you or want to reach out to you, Marianne, how can they get in touch with you? Oh, absolutely. I welcome that, whether it's faculty or new new graduates. My email is mdreyer at capecod.edu. And I, I really think that, you know, I meet directors from all over the country at different events and you know, you should share. You should share what you have as far as resources and things that have worked because we're all trying to do the same thing. So absolutely reach out. I'd be happy to respond to anyone with any questions they have. Well, I think the the main message today was team and working together to get through all of this, which, which you have done for your students. So thank you very much for that, Marianne. To our audience, we thank you for spending this time with us today. And to you, Marianne, thank you so much for your time. I know you're a very, very busy lady. It's an honor. Thank you, Jackie. Always nice speaking with you. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of RDH Magazine Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this interview. Hit that subscribe button and join us next Thursday for another conversation with Jackie Sanders. Find us on social media, visit our website, and sign up for one of our amazing newsletters to keep up to date with your profession. Hygienists come for the education, but stay for the community. See you next time. Thank you.